This is Rhema for Today. Now, every church that I know of, I'm talking about Christian church, of course, that I know of believes the portion of Scripture in Isaiah 53, 6, where it says, The Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Why not believe the rest of the chapter? Why not believe the rest of it? Why divided? Amen. It goes on to say, He has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Now, if I can believe that God laid my iniquities on Jesus, and because He laid my iniquities on Him, there is salvation for me, remission of sins, new birth, then I can also believe that this chapter tells me that he also laid my sickness and my disease on Jesus, and I can believe for my healing exactly the same way that I believe for my new birth. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Kenneth E. Hagan on his teaching, Healing Belongs to Us, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Here's the key to our redemption, both spiritual and physical. Now, the fourth verse in the Hebrew reads, Surely he hath borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Remember, the Old Testament was originally written in Hebrew, and that's literal Hebrew translation. In the 10th verse of this 53rd chapter of Isaiah, the King James Version reads, Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. Now again, the word for grief is sick, the Hebrew word. And the Hebrew Bible literally reads, He hath made him sick. Now that doesn't mean that Jesus was actually literally sick with disease any more than it means that he actually literally committed sin, but the Bible said he made him to be sin. Are you following me? The same way that he made him to be sin, he made him to be sick for us. But somebody said, I don't understand all that. I don't either, but I believe it because the Bible says it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now then, Matthew, the 8th chapter and the 17th verse says, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah, that's Isaiah, the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Matthew is quoting Isaiah. He said he is. said, this is what Isaiah said. Well, if you'll look in the margin, your reference, it'll refer you to Isaiah 53, 4, saying that's where he said it. So therefore, Isaiah said, Matthew says that Isaiah said, Surely it's borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Matthew said, Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Well, that's putting a different word, but saying the same thing. Surely it's borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Himself took our infirmities and bare our sicknesses. Matthew said he's quoting Isaiah. He said that's what Isaiah said. Hallelujah. And so, though he used different words, and yet that's, he's saying identically the same thing. Now, Dr. Robert Young, 
an able Hebrew scholar and author of Jung's Analytical Concordance. Translates this passage in his literal translation of the Bible. Dr. Young was an outstanding Hebrew scholar. Reading from his translation of the Bible, Isaiah 53, verse 3 through 6, he is despised and left of men, a man of pains and acquainted with sickness. And as one hiding the face from us, he is despised and we esteemed him not. Surely our sicknesses he hath borne, and our pains he hath carried them. And we, we have esteemed him plagued, smitten of God, and afflicted. And he is pierced for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace is upon him, and by his bruise there is healing to us. Sixth verse. All of us like sheep have wandered. Each to his own way have we turned. And Jehovah has caused to meet on him the punishment of us all. Thank God. Now the 10th and 12th verses. Dr. Young's translation. And Jehovah hath delighted to bruise him. He hath made him sick. See the King James said he put him to grief. Dr. Young translates it because he's translated it directly from the Hebrew. He hath made him sick. Verse 12, with transgressions he was numbered, and he the sin of many hath borne, and for transgressors he intercedeth. Now then, Dr. Isaac Lesser, in his translation of the 24 books of the Old Testament, and Dr. Isaac Lesser, of course, is, is Jew, a Hebrew, and his translation was the only translation accepted by the Orthodox Jewish Church. So therefore it must be correct according to the Hebrew, you see. And he translates these verses, Isaiah 53, 4 and 5, He was despised and shunned by men, a man of pains and acquainted with disease. The fifth verse, But only our diseases did he bear them, and our pains he carried. And through his bruises was healing granted to us. The 10th verse, but the Lord has pleased to crush him through disease. Well, he didn't actually have TB or leprosy, but you see, the cause of all sickness and disease was laid upon him, just like the cause of all sin was laid upon him. Thank God for the twofold redemption. Then Rotherham's translation reads, Isaiah 53.10, He hath laid on him sickness. Now, every church that I know of, I'm talking about Christian church, of course, that I know of believes the portion of Scripture in Isaiah 53.6 where it says, The Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Why not believe the rest of the chapter? Why not believe the rest of it? Why divide it? Amen. It goes on to say, He has borne our sicknesses and carried our pains. Now, if I can believe that God laid my iniquities on Jesus, and because He laid my iniquities on Him, there is salvation for me, remission of sins, new birth then I can also believe that 
this chapter tells me that he also laid my sickness and my disease on Jesus and I can believe for my healing exactly the same way that I believe for my new birth. Because it's in the same plan. It's in the same program. Hallelujah. I, I tell the illustration sometimes, make reference to this. During one of my meetings, a woman brought her daughter, older lady, because her daughter was 36 years old. She brought her for prayer. This, this daughter was facing major surgery. Well, the Spirit of God revealed to me when they walked into the room that the daughter did not believe in divine healing and that she really didn't want to be prayed for. I knew that the minute I laid my eyes upon her just as much as I knew what my name was. But I didn't say anything right off. You see, she had never had any teaching on the subject of divine healing. Her mother had uh, gotten into, see, the children were all grown and married. They were raised in a denominational church. And they were all grown and married and away from home when the mother got baptized with the Holy Ghost and got over into a full gospel church, you see. Well, of course, the mother's concerned about this child. And it's still her child, even though she is 36 years old, still her daughter. You know, you just can't force people into things. Even if they are your children or your kinfolks or whoever they are. They've got to make some choices and decisions for themselves. Are you listening to me? Oh, like Brother Lee Eller, one of our board members, you know, he was many years, you know, and connected with Full Gospel Benjamin. Some of the Full Gospel Benjamin went up to Kansas City and spoke there at the chapter meeting. Then they spoke in a local church there on Sunday. And he's, after being in our meeting, he's a great one, you know, to lay hands on folks to be filled with the Holy Ghost. So he said, uh, you know, they're praying for different ones. And he said that a, a, a great big lady brought her boy. Later on, he learned he's 14. And he didn't look like he's old that old, but he's 14 years old. Up there, you know, and said, you know, pray for him, be baptized the Holy Ghost. He said, son, are you saved? He said, well, I, I guess so. He said, well, do you want to be baptized the Holy Ghost? And he rolled his eyes, looked at mom and said, she say I do. <laughs> but you don't get something just because she say I do. <laughs> Amen. Isn't that right? See what I mean? In other words, it's not a matter. It, it, it's what he wants, not what his mother wants. And so it is with this lady. It's not what her, her mother wants. What about her? Amen. Her mother really had just sort of forced her into coming because her mother was financing the operation. She's very, very wealthy. In fact, this little town here in Oklahoma where I was preaching, she, she owned nearly everything in town. I mean, you, just one main business district, you know, at that time. Now they've added, but at that time, back in the early 50s, uh, there's only one business, you know, one main street, and she owned practically every building on both sides of the street. <laughs> and she, she's the most wealthy person in the city. And so she's going to finance this operation. And so uh, actually, you know, you don't, uh, somebody going to loan you several thousand dollars and finance an operation, you know, and they come and get you and want you to go for prayer. Well, you're not going to say no, you know. I mean, you just go along and say, well, it's not going to help them do any good anyway, but I'll just go. And so I tried to talk to them. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Well, honey, we need to talk about our offer. Okay, let's yes, do that. Yes, yes. What do we got? Uh, we have a offer this month. It is actually a new release. 
by your dad. We've gone into the vault. Yes. And uh, we found some wonderful sermons from your dad. This is a DVD. It's a DVD. It's called This is the Day. And uh, actually, it's about an hour and 20 minute sermon. Yeah, it, it's a message from that he preached at camp meeting in 1998. The whole message is here, about an hour and 20 minute message. This is the day by Kenneth E. Hagan. It's a, this is the first time it's ever been offered. It's brand new. Yes. And then your book, uh, How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny, awesome principles to understand God's plan for your life. And then a study guide by your dad called Foundations for Faith. You know, yes. a lot of groups uh, use these for their for curriculum. small groups. And, mm -hmm. and uh, I've even known some guys that have taken it and, and done Wednesday night Bible study with yes, it. Yes, you're right. 13 different lessons, lessons in here. Mm -hmm. It starts out with how do we get faith and it ends up with the God kind of faith. That's so right. in between it talks about what is faith and then it talks uh, about seven steps to the uh, highest kind of faith. In fact, four different ones there. Part one, two, three, and four. Mm -hmm. This is all available for a gift of $45 or more. You want to get a hold of this, especially this book of mine, How Fulfill the God. Yes, that's a wonderful book. Your Divine Destiny. It's principles on how to follow the plan of God for your life. And this DVT by my dad, This Is the Day. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on Healing Belongs to Us. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources. The series you just heard is in the bookstore as well. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.